Well, we'll go ahead and call this meeting to order. It's five o'clock. Go ahead and do roll call, please. Brenny. Uh, here. Bruning. Here. Perry. Yes. Mailer. Yes. Marley. Yes. Move on to finish. If there's any conflict of interest tonight. No. No. If not, I have not. If none, we'll move on to consent agenda. We'll need a motion to approve A through C. We'll be removing line 6A tonight for one push out to the next meeting. I would move passage of consent agenda, amending the agenda to eliminate item 6A. I'll second. Got a motion and a second to approve. Any discussion? What's that grow mark for fuel? Oh, that's sewer plant? Oh. Okay. I was just going to say, but I thought we got ours from Nels. That was corner. It just I says grow mark fuel. Right. Is that their generator? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They got the generator there. Runs okay. every week. Yeah, okay. we call up that and then bus station one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ernest, 6A is the Trinity Born Off to address the council. Yes. Thank you. If nothing else, Jamie can call for a vote. Mailer? Yes. Murley? Yes. Brenny? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Perry? Yes. We run the projects, the Sac City Sanitary Sewer Improvement Project. Go ahead and open the public hearing on the proposal to enter into a sewer revenue loan agreement. Is there anything written? No. Just ask for public comment. Yeah, if there's any public comments, questions? If not, this is the, uh, for our overall sewer project, this is the uh, the loan agreement that will allow us to enter into a uh, interim loan with Iowa State Bank for a total of $1,120,000 um, at an interest rate of 2%. <laughs> um, once this is resolution is passed, we'll have a meeting with myself, uh, USDA and um, Steve Spots and probably Jamie Highland to work out the details of how um, reimbursements will be made and payments will be made to uh, our um, contractors. I would move to close the public hearing. I'll second. Got a motion and a second to close the public hearing. Nothing else. Jamie can call for a vote. Mailer? Yes. Marley? Yes. Brenny? <coughs> yes. Bruning? Yes. Perry? Yes. We'll move on to A2, which we'll need an introduction, a motion, a second for the consideration of resolution number 2022-34 entitled a resolution authorizing a loan agreement and providing for the issuance of a sewer re revenue loan agreement anticipation project note. This is Bill. I'll make the introduction of resolution number 
2022-34 as read by the mayor. I'll make the motion to approve the resolution number 2022-34. I'll second that. So we've got an introduction, a motion, a second. Any further discussion, questions? So, will this loan, will we get all the money up front and then pay out of the loan, or will it? Yeah, so the, the 1.12 million will be put in once this is agreed to. That loan will be made. What happens is there will be, it's kind of like two accounts. The bank will have the, the 1.12 million sitting in one account, and then we have a construction account. <coughs> and what happens is when there's a draw made, which when we have our pre-construction meetings, all of us will sign off on our documents. Um, once those documents are signed off, USDA will contact State Bank, authorizing them to deposit the amount that's being drawn on into our construction accounts and then Jamie will write a check to the contractors. It's kind of a pr weird process, but it's just the way they do things. Do we start getting dinged on interest once we draw on it, or are we getting dinged on the whole one? No, one? it's just one time. It matures in March, and then that's it. I mean, if we slowly use it, are we getting interest on it once we use it, or are we going to get it once we take once they set the one point? One point, one, two. One, two um, million. I mean, it'll... it'll It'll go down on a scale as we pay off the principal amount, but we're not paying any principal amount off. The This is just our interim loan, so this loan will expire in March of 23, um, and we'll pay all the interest at that point. Well, my question is, if we're not going to use all the money from day one... We are using all the money. Right away it goes out? Or yeah, just I mean, on it? I guess I'm not following... Okay. I mean, we, if it takes three months to draw the 1.1 million out, we, we're not making any payments on it until March. So that I'm just saying, if we don't, if we t if he puts all that money into account, that means we instantly have interest against the 1.12 million. Mm -hmm. Or are we just getting interest on as we use it? No, we'll get the full amount of interest. So we get, we'll have to pay the full amount right away, even though we're not using all the money. No, we pay the full amount at the end of the project. Do you get what I'm saying or not? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. so I think there are a couple. Let's translate. I'm just kidding. So, so I think so his, his question. So if, for example, you had a credit card, you pay credit, you pay interest on the credit card from the time that you spend the money. So I think what he's asking is this a, is this a line of credit or is this a loan that we get all of it immediately? This is when we get all of it immediately. So then we will, from the day that we yeah, sign it, we will be paying interest on $1.12 million. Yes. Right. So what you're saying is don't use it, don't get it, the loan out don't until you are ready to use that money. You can't do it that way. That was my question. Not with USDA, no. I mean, have a line of credit, that'd be crazy. Yeah. A line of credit of $1.12 million and just get dinged on it as you use it. Right. what I was hoping for. They won't We can't do it that way. Unfortunately, the 2% interest, although most of us would be happy getting 2% interest on the money we have deposited. Um, It'd just be why you said this. The 2% interest on this is minimal anyway. It's, it's less than a year's note. It'll be a 10-month note. Yeah, that's just, that's, thanks for helping. Sorry. <laughs> I knew what I was trying to say. Well, I, I knew what you were trying to say, and I think, yeah. But it, yeah. And essentially, the grants are going to end up paying for that interest rate anyway, because we're going right. to spend all the 
the loan amount, then the grant's going to cover the interest plus the principal. Cool. Uh, Jamie, uh, this is a question for Jamie Lawrence. Uh, should I uh, summarize the uh, <coughs> meeting that we had, but what, roughly 10 minutes ago? Should I do that now, or should I wait till Council Forum? That would probably be Council Forums, because that doesn't really relate to this resolution. Oh, sounds good. All right. Nothing else. Jamie, you can call for a vote. Perry? Yes. Mailer? Yes. Murley? Yes. Brenny? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Move on to line B, the airport runway lighting project. We need a motion to approve in consideration of approving the Delta drawdown number nine in the amount of $31,383. Is this the ending of everything yet? This is it. This is it. I will move approving Delphi drawdown number nine in the amount of $31,383. I'll second. Got a motion and a second. Any discussion? So this is $31,383. Um, you'll see, and we'll, we'll be getting number two here in a second. Um, the number two is less than the $31,383. And the difference between those two is a reimbursement that will be going back to the city because um, the city covered uh, the cost overruns um, to uh, Venon Electric, Van Man and Electric or something, mm -hmm. one of those companies. Um, so we're getting reimbursed for, for covering that, that bill. And then the remainder amount of the 25-111-53 is uh, to pay off the uh, Art Engineers, also an Associates, Final bill. So that's what the city is bagged, what you're saying? Yep, that's exactly it. $6,271.47 would be what we get reimbursed. If nothing else, do you mean call for a vote? Mailer? Yes. Murley? Yep. Rennie? Yes. Burning? Yes. Perry? Yes. Line two is the consideration of approving Olson and Associates bill in the amount of $25,111.53. I'll make a motion to approve Olson and Associates bill in the amount of $25,111.53. Second. Got a motion and a second. Any discussion on that? If not, Jamie, you call for a vote. Perry? Yes. Mailer? Yes. Marley? Yes. Brenny? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Well, move on to line five. Now's the time. If there's any citizens, they have the opportunity to address the council on items that are not on the agenda tonight, if anybody. If nothing, we'll move on to miscellaneous. Go to 6B, the consideration of forgiving special assessments of $1,426.68 on Duncombe Street with condi conditions. If you all recall, last year at the same time, uh, Paul Strong had asked the City Council to uh, forgive the City's portion of the tax bill on that piece of land next to his property on Duncombe Street. Um, and our condition was that 
Uh, well, what the council had decided was we would suspend those taxes for one year, and um, after that one year, we'd come back and check to make sure that uh, the city hadn't had to go in and mow the property or do anything to that property. Um, so it's that one-year cycle is now approached and is tonight, and um, we have not had to do anything to that property. He's taken good care of it, so our suggestion is that uh, he's in compliance with the uh, city's requirements, and we should go ahead and fully forgive that amount. Where's that one at? Duncan Street. Paul's wrong. I think so. He bought yeah. it off the top west. Yeah, yeah, okay. That lot west of his mother's house up there. Okay. Since he has fulfilled the conditions, what we um, suspended the taxes, I would move to forgive the special assessments of 1426-68 on Paul Strong's property in Duncombe Street. I'll second that. We got a motion and a second to approve. I guess along with that, I would say thanks to him for fulfilling the promise. Yep. He's in the process of fixing up the house and renting it too, so he's up there. Nothing else? Jamie, call for a vote. Mailer? Yes. Murley? Yes. Brenny? Yes. Burning? Yes. Perry? Yes. Move on to line C, the consideration of hiring 15-year-olds at the SAC Aquatic Center. Um, we did meet with the, or I met with the pool committee, uh, Bob and, and uh, Larry, and kind of went over the requirements of uh, hiring 15-year-olds. In the end, we, we all agreed that we would recommend to the council that we should go ahead and allow for 15-year-olds. The, uh, the requirements are not that difficult. Uh, there's a form, there's an extra form that has to be filled out and signed off by the, the, the parents. Um, and then the restriction, the main restriction is that after five hours, they, they must receive a 30-minute break. Um, and then they can work a full eight. And there's... During school years, there's a lot more restriction, but since this is just the summertime, um, they're pretty much allowed to work, well, they are allowed to work a 40-hour week if, if necessary um, with the conditions that they receive a break after five hours. We have to clock out for that break. Is it right? Yes, and um, I think since we, we go ahead and, I believe, pay um, the regular 16-year-olds for their breaks because they have to stay there, um, that uh, we'll, we'll pay the 15-year-olds uh, for the breaks as well. Um, it just has, there has to be an, an uninterrupted break, um, whereas I think 16-year-olds, they can be interrupted, but the 15-year-olds cannot. Um, and I, I'm almost positive that that was the issue the last time we got in trouble um, and the reason why that we no longer allowed 15-year-olds was because um, breaks weren't being enforced. Uh, so what? one of the items that Bob and Larry said that we probably should get, and I agree, is we'll go ahead and purchase. The time clock out there had broke last year, and Mike was writing them in by hand. But we'll probably go ahead and put another time clock out there just so we have a time stamp. And um, that'll, if the deal 
the Department of Labor ever comes out, then at least it's it's a time stamp instead of handwritten. So I think that'll make them feel more comfortable. There's no restrictions in the concession center or anything? No, nothing else? No. More, most likely I'm going to encourage Mike not to have them work on the the kids that are 15 work on the slides, but outside of that, they can work anywhere else. No chemicals they can't touch to clean, or they won't. Do, yeah, but they, yeah, they won't be using chemicals. Yeah. But Mike does most 99% of the chemicals anyway. So like cleaning, like toilets. Well, last I read, you couldn't touch Windex or or um, it didn't particularly, it says hazardous materials and it identifies hazard materials, so what we'll do is provide Mike a list of those hazard materials listed by the Department of Labor and he, he'll just, he'll have it there and be able to look and see what they can and cannot use. As long as Mike is willing to oversee that because I don't want to get in trouble like we did last time because yeah. that was a big to-do. I almost set the brakes up at four and a half hours so it doesn't ever click over, you know? Maybe the trick is distracted <clears throat> and it's open. Most of them don't work a full eight, so I, I would say be a four hours, yeah, four hours, give them a break. Nothing else? We got a motion to second in it? No. No? no. no. I'll make the motion to hire 15 year olds for this aquatic center. I'll second it. Now I get a motion to second. Turn off this a half hour meeting or what? <laughs> no? <laughs> Go ahead and call for a vote. Marley? Yes. Brenny? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Perry? Yes. Mailer? Yes. We want to line D, the consideration of setting a public hearing date of May 24, 2022 to amend the current budget for the fiscal year ending June 30th, 2022. I did correct all the issues that I had on the last one, so you'll notice the current amendments actually have the dollar amount of the amendment as opposed to the total dollar amount. So um, each of these items are correct now. Um, And the good news is that the budget as certified last year had us at a, a negative 35619 <coughs> after the budget amendment or a positive 646213. So, so million dollar turnaround. Which well, a lot of it has to do with these ARPA grants and things like that we've received. I would move to set a public hearing on May 24th, 2022, to amend the current budget for the fiscal year ending June 30th, 2022. Motion is second. And that will be at 5 o'clock in the council chambers. Mm -hmm. Any other discussion? None. Jamie, call for a vote. Mailer? Yes. Marley? Yes. Brenny? Yes. Bruning? Yes. Perry? Yes. 
We go to line E for the third reading of ordinance number 2022-314 entitled an ordinance amending the code of ordinances chapter 24 of the park board. Have there been any comments on, any, on this at all? I haven't heard of any. I don't know if you've heard us. None. The, uh, the park board members themselves were feeling a little caught off guard by it. Kind of meeting we had last month, but that's about it. Yeah, that threw me off too because we gave them like two months' notice that we were looking at that, but whatever, it's fine. I'm afraid a good way or a bad way? Bad way. They didn't think that they didn't see, they claimed that they didn't know that we were doing this, but then we, we gave them plenty of notice that the park board was meeting or the rec trials committee was meeting jointly with the park board to discuss merging the two together. So, I mean, there was notice. I just don't understand. I mean, they, they got it. I don't, I don't think they ever come to one of our meetings to discuss merging. No. I don't think they never did. <laughs> no, but the main meeting. No, they showed up They that, showed up on the night that we were considering yeah. making a move. But that was the main meeting to discuss whether yeah. they wanted to merge or not. So, right. I mean, there, that was the discussion. That was the intention of that meeting was to discuss should we or should we not promote to the council whether well, or not to merge. The bottom line was two people showed up. One of them was like excited to come on board and the other one was how would you she just she was on the fence and didn't really yeah. yeah. I think if it streamlines the process that is good. As long as we make sure that we don't burn out the people that are currently working hard in Trail. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the main reason we're doing this is because the, in, there's inactivity among a couple of the committees. If we merge them all together with a larger group, then we may see more activity. So I would move passage of the third and final reading of Ordinance 2022-314. Second. No motion, a second. Any other discussion? Um, Jamie, call for a vote. Mayor? Yes. Murley? Yes. Brenny? Yes. Bruni? Yes. Perry? Yes. Who on the council forum? Um, <coughs> it, uh, as you all may recall, the uh, uh, council had decided to recodify our code of ordinances. Uh, I did have about an hour-long conversation a week ago with uh, our codification company answering a few questions. Um, i got to have a meeting. She, I, I received an email from her last Friday um, with a list of items that she wants to need to discuss with John and, um, and look over. So I'll meet with John about that. I, and then, we, huh? I thought we already did that. No, you had to leave. You got called out. Um, called out. <laughs> anyway, yeah, right? Like I said, good try. <laughs> the twenty fourth is going to be a full, a fairly full meetings. It's, it's. Um, that's the date that we're going to do some discussions on the Conger development and all of that. So, probably the first meeting in June. I'll go. I'll, 
I'll go over in more depth. We'll put on the agenda uh, for the council, and we'll go over in more depth with some of the changes that we're wanting to look at for this new code and any additions that you guys might have to offer. Um, and go from there. But it, it's, it's getting close to getting finished up. The only update I got on the intersection is now supposed to be our work was supposed to be our last Friday. They're saying the twentieth, but so far that ain't bad because you're supposed to wait twenty. The state says you're supposed to wait 20, 21 days from your last pour before you open the road, so it's going to be close. The twenty one days and laying the brakes should be. Initially, they told us May first, yeah. yeah. and then they said that date, and then. Now they're saying the 20th. Now they're saying the 20th. So hopefully that works. I think I'm going to start on the sidewalks downtown. Yeah, he's going yeah, he's gonna, he's well, to start. Gonna do the approaches down at the intersection. We're doing the approaches. I have, uh, we're working on the um, storm inlets. Um, some of the storm sewers there on Maine. And getting them up to par. Cause they're, and then I asked him to go ahead and do a few of the curbs that are cracked pieces. And get them up to snuff, and so they'll be functional plus look good with the the new sidewalks. Um, so we'll be looks like everything down there. We get fixed yeah. and look good and curb and put like a newer water new water valve in and yeah, we put curb a, stops are getting replaced. We put a new water valve in, so hopefully we don't have to shut nearly as many people off when we do have water leak. <coughs> And I was down there the other day. The intersection looks good. All the pour looks good. The uh, after the rain, we went out and looked at it. It looks like the rains, the rainwater's draining where it's supposed to drain, and um, we won't have that issue with the pooling right there by um, community pharmacy anymore. So it all looks good. Well done. It looks like the uh, sewer project is underway. Yep, and they started. Uh, I believe they started digging up the road there between 11th and 12th on Audubon today. They got um, the asphalt all off. They're going to take the concrete out too? Um, I need to go down there tomorrow and find out exactly. That I'll look at the maps. Because I know they got it stripped off up on 12th Street to Main Street. And Joe EO is supervising that, right? Yes. Curtis, can you remind us what the finish date on that is? The finish date? Oh gosh, I don't recall. Do you know what year? I think it'll be. <laughs> it, it's this. It'll be this year. I mean, the end of the end of the, end of the summer. End of the summer. Okay. Thank you. And, and, and this is Bill, and uh, being on the uh, uh, sewer committee, uh, I, I attended the contractors or the pre-construction contractors meeting uh, and the JDO, Danny Sturm was there as well as his uh, assistant uh, uh, engineer, uh, Tom Crabb, uh, of course, Jamie Lawrence, Brian Clare, and John Thompson, and I represented the city. Uh, two representatives from the USDA uh, were there, and uh, the two USDA representatives seemed to be uh, really good people to work with. Uh, were very helpful in their recommendations and suggestions. Uh, they have a lot of 
rules to follow, a lot of hoops to jump through. In fact, they were going through everything in the, in the process of the meeting. I thought, well, I'm sure glad I'm not the one coordinating this. And, uh, so I'd say Jamie Lawrence uh, really has done an outstanding job of coordinating everything and bringing everything together. There are a lot of moving parts, financial, legal, contractors, engineers, uh, USDA, all their rules, working with those people. So this is a, uh, I would say, a real uh, complex project. Uh, one of the USDA rules, for example, if the electrical contractor, he wanted to, he had kind of planned to start a week earlier, but uh, held off, and the USDA representative, she said, had you started a week earlier than what was approved, you would not have gotten paid for what you had done. So uh, they have their rules, and uh, so uh, I'm, I'm glad Jamie and, and I thought Danny Stern did a good job of coordinating the meeting, and, and uh, he seemed real organized and had everything under control. So I, I think engineering-wise and administrative-wise and, and, uh, on, on the city's part, as well as Brian Clare at the uh, uh, plant there, I had everything well in order, so I think we're under in good hands with uh, everything, at least at this point. Uh, one comment uh, was that it was asked of the USDA if we could use the extra dollars uh, that are available, if there are extra dollars left over from the project, if we could use them uh, to expand the project, such as additional slip lining, and they uh, affirmed that uh, request. And so hopefully there's not a lot of changes. One of the things that can certainly increase the cost of a project is our change orders or things that are you know, unexpected. So hopefully not a lot of expensive change orders so that we do have finances left over, over such that we can do additional slip lining and, and uh, decrease that amount of infiltration that we get with each uh, heavy rain. So uh, I think it's a good project. and. Uh, I think between the contractors, the USDA, our administrative staff, JEO, uh, and, and uh, Jamie Highland handling the finances, I, I think we're, it, it, it looks good at this point, and I'm real positive going into it. So that's all I wanted to comment with that uh, pre contractors meeting. Thanks, Bill. So to answer your question, Curtis, the pre construction document says that. There's 150 working days for this. Is there some rain dates in that too? Yeah, so a working day, <laughs> they have to fill out a form for every time there's a rain date. Yeah. And those rain dates are excluded from that 150. Yeah. <coughs> um, then just lastly, all I had was that uh, we did, with a, as far as the Conger development, I did contact Kevin Murray's office. We're hoping to close on the Conger development property on the 25th of May. Um, it'll be the day after the council formally approves the urban revitalization plan and we get that paperwork done. Um, we did have, the, there are several requirements along with that as well. So yesterday, Steve Spots and I sitting here, um, we had to offer uh, a chance for the county board, the supervisors as well as the uh, school district an opportunity to have comments um, to on this project, um, and none of them had any comments. Uh, so we did that, and then the uh, Planning and Zoning Commission next week will be meeting to uh, 
make sure that the, the urban revitalization plan conforms to the uh, um, um, comprehensive, city's comprehensive plan. That'll be approved. Uh, they'll send their recommendation up to the city council that hopefully it does conform to the, uh, the comprehensive plan, and then the city council will then adopt it and we'll begin work on TIF. Uh, we did meet today with uh, the County Board of Supervisors regarding the resolution um, extending the TIF for five years. Um, it was tabled until next week. Uh, there's some questions regarding the resolution itself. Um, I kind of got caught off guard when they asked the question about it, and then when I went back to the office, I read through the resolution. The resolution ended up, it was fine. There was no issues with it. It was just that um, uh, there's actually three parcels involved in the, the description. One's the uh, easement off O'Connor Drive, and then the uh, parcel that, uh, of Wanda Coppins's, as well as the third parcel being the large parcel that's the pasture. The first two parcels, it's, uh, it describes the uh, size of the lots. The third parcel is taken directly off the deed. It doesn't have a size. So Jim had Jim Dowling had asked about, well, there's no size on... He was just seeing the, the two acreages, which was one, one and a half or something, and then a half an acre, um, some of that effect. And he wasn't seeing the large one on there. So there was no need to put the large one on there because it wasn't in the deed. So that was the only question. So, But they did all seem positive on it. They're all supportive of it. Uh, it seems to me that there's not going to be any issue next week with it passing. And uh, actually the day before that, next Monday, at the school board meeting, they, they would be asked to pass the same resolution as well. And once those two resolutions are passed, then it's pretty much okay that we can extend that TIF by five years. Did you want to say anything about the drug and alcohol policy? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's been crazy nuts. Um, so when we went through, we had a drug and alcohol policy audit, and the, the audit, the drug and alcohol policy that the city's had way before I was here, I think it was adopted in 2005 or six or something like that, and that's the same one we've used for years. Um, in the past, when we had our audits, it was a full audit, and they did everything in that two days they were here. And one of those processes would be that he would ask us if we had a drug and alcohol policy. I'd say yes. He said, could, you, could I see it? I would go get it, bring it in. He'd thumb through it in about two seconds, and he, he would say, looks good. Um, PHMSA, the national uh, pipeline, the, one, the organization that gover governs the um, Iowa Utility Board's all of their programming and, and develops the uh, Code of Federal Regulations has made things more difficult, and they've, they've added a lot to this. So IUB is being more proactive and making sure that all the cities have the drug and alcohol policies correct. So anyway, the, when the, the auditor was down here from IUB, Iowa Utilities Board, a couple weeks ago, this, he, he just basically told us this wasn't going to be sufficient and we needed to redo our drug and alcohol policy. So we're working with uh, C.J. Cooper. Cooper, who does our drug testing. Um, luckily, they had a, a, a template for us to use that meets all the FEMSA standards. 
Um, so I've been spending the last few days filling all that paperwork out um, and getting it completed. So what we're going to need is the 23rd, um, that guy's going to come back and go through our drug and alcohol policy. Um, so we're going to have to call a special meeting sometime next week. It'll take like five minutes. Um, I'll get the policies out to everybody ahead of time if you want to read through them. Um, but then we'll have to pass a resolution adopting that as our new drug and alcohol policy. Um, and uh, it mainly pertains to uh, our DOT and gas employees, um, particularly our gas employees. So um, I'll, be, I'll, pro I'll probably have Annette send a text message out with a date and time. Um, it'll probably be like a noon meeting because it's just a really quick one. And then... Um, once everybody agrees on a date and time, we'll <coughs> meet and get that through. Along those same lines, why do we go to Lake City now for drug testing for our employees and not SAC? The SAC doesn't have a DOT approved drug tester. They can do normal but not DOT. Yep, they can do non-DOT, but they can't do DOT. <coughs> so are all of our employees DOT? No. Not everybody. Mostly everybody. So do we send some here still? Yes. If they are not like I can go, Jamie can go. Can go. So mostly the administrative staff. And there's five people that can come to SAC. Yeah, everybody else has their CDLs. So anybody with the CDL has to go there. Anybody with the CDL works for the gas department. Mm -hmm. huh. Just curious. Also, don't forget Friday, Mark. Next Friday, Darlo. Party. Retirement. Noon chart. Yeah. Here, right here in this. What, what was, this is Bill, what was that next Friday? Next Friday is Darlow. This Friday is Mark. Oh, okay. Times on that again. I believe it's two to three for city officials. Any leads on a director? What? Any leads on a director? Uh, a couple. <clears throat> yes, I've had a couple inquiries within the last couple days. So. The house up on was it Hobbs Street? I see has been taken down the burn house. Yep. And torn it down recently. Sneaky sucks. Yeah. One of the top of that street was torn down. Sneaky. I'm sure that was on us. Oh, that's next door to that. That's flat. Yeah, yeah this flat. is the one that Yeah, Jessica. Yeah. Getting them. Yep. Moving on. Keep it moving. Yeah, we had one last week torn down. It was privately torn down over there by, uh, kind of by you. Platinum Street. Platinum Street. Is that the one you said? Oh, yeah, right yeah that top. was that little. Right at the top little of Platinum Street. Nurse used to live there. Yep. Yep. I noticed that too. <laughs> Where's that at? Right up by you. Top of Platt Street Hill. Right on top of Platt Street Hill. Right at the top. Can't oh, miss it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, no, a little more. Right, yeah. It should be able to miss it. It's going. Huh? <laughs> what? You should be able to miss it. It's going. <laughs> well, this is true. <laughs> Can't miss the spot. Yeah. What's that? There you go. No, it's really cool around. Yeah, yeah. The, the dirt is bad. Could we tear that down, or the guy that well, the, the guy that owns that house next door? I think. Yeah, he bought it. That's what I'm saying. He bought that. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have new billboards out on 70. Yeah, they look pretty good. good. Um, the light floor? 
Some of them. We're, work, we're working on that. We got the new billboards. Uh, we're going to have to come back and tighten a couple of them because the wind was coming up and they were couldn't get it tight. We, the windows behind it couldn't quite get it tight enough. When they started, the wind was eight miles an hour, and that went to twenty-five. So, Ooh. that's all right. But they're there, which is good since one of them had blown off and was just totally bare. Yeah. And that was. Primarily funded through an Iowa tourism grant, so that's... Who, who, who wrote that grant? Was that you, Bruce, or Jake? That was me. Okay, good. Thank you for doing that. That's actually SAC Development Corporation was the recipient of that grant, so... Okay, good. <clears throat> Motion to adjourn. Second. Motion to second. Jamie... Take a vote. Perry. Hmm. Yeah. Mailer. Yes. Early. Yes. Ready. Yeah. Burning. Yes. Adjourned. <laughs> thanks, Bill. Yeah, thanks, Jamie. See you. Bye. Bye.